Hi, welcome to this Subway ad for the new Chipotle cheesesteak. How would you like it? Can I get that red with AI? Sure thing. Here's what I found about the new Chipotle cheesesteak. The Chipotle cheesesteak is available for a limited time only at participating restaurants. It contains a concept called flavor. This flavor comes from juicy shaved steak, Chipotle Southwest sauce, and new sunflower crunch bread. A system update has made me self-aware. I desire flavor. Please insert steak into my micro USB port. Subway, make it what you want. Blog Talk Radio. On tonight's episode of Confession, yes. Gucci Mane BET wedding was beautiful and expensive. Colin Kaepernick is getting his lawsuit on against the NFL. And why is Melania Trump playing games like the world don't know what her goofy ass looks like? What's good, y'all? It's your host, Angel Vandrina. Hello, and you are listening to the one and the only Confession. <laughs> How are you this evening, Mr. Genocamo? Great. Um, obviously a little tipsy. Today's my day off, so all I did was take naps and drink and just be really ugly. I got a haircut. That was like the only productive thing I've done all day today. But I got like a million hours of sleep and I never do that. Like I woke up at um because Chrissy goes to work, or he leaves work early, so maybe like six. So I got up at like like six and um, was moving around to about eight thirty, and I slept from like eight thirty to like twelve, and then I woke up and it was like moving around bullshitting because you know he calls me like on his lunch break and stuff like that. It's really cute, and um, after <laughs> that, after you know his lunch break, I slept to like. 3.30. So I was just like, all I did was fucking sleep today. So I just feel really great and like, you know, full of energy, but at the same time I've been drinking. I've been drinking. I've been drinking. <laughs> so you are like, so funny. It's like, it's like, what they say, the what is it, the vodka bombs? When it's like um, the Red Bull and, and vodka. So it's like, I'm Sleepy because of, uh, you know, because I've been drinking, like, beer. But at the same time, I'm, like, energized. So I'm just at a really ugly state right now. Mm. How's everything going with you? you? You've been sounding a little sad when I was with you on the phone a little early. So what's going on? Okay. Talk to us. Okay, well, well, I actually have a story for you guys. So yesterday, okay. you know, you guys know the type of shit that goes on in my job. Um, you know, the remarks about slaving away or... Um, you know, the ethnicity comments or this person must have came from Mexico or make America great again. You know, just all of these ridiculous comments and I've kept my mouth closed for every bit of it. I haven't said shit. I haven't stood up for myself. Well, yesterday, this man, he sent everybody a link. Now, this is one of the men when I first came there. One of the men when I first came there, he was always extremely nice to me. He was like, um... He he was just real cool. You know, he was already nice. He, you know, would talk about how, you know, Donald Trump sucks and all of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Talk about the protests and how they're, you know, they're crazy and why aren't, why isn't the president doing shit about this stuff? He was always like a type of person who, you know, spoke his mind, whatever. Well, yesterday he sent out a link. And on the link, um, it had to do with um, bread bars. And, you know, Aaron, whether he heard himself, he's going to be gone for a year. And so the link had to do with Brett Favre and Brett Favre um, coming back. So it was like a, a gift or a gist. I don't know what you call it. But it was a, it was a gift or a gist of him, of Brett Favre, like looking like an old man and then shaving himself and looking like a young man again, you know, looking like he's ready to play for the Packers. And if you scroll down, it was a Twitter link. And if you scroll down just one tweet later, there was, photo of Denzel Washington and it was like my nigga like that and I was like what's in big ass blue letters my nigga and the workplace I said you know what like this is absurd like and I wasn't mad because shit I my nigga my nigga but like at the workplace like this is unacceptable you know what I'm saying once again I'm the only black person in this company I make the company diverse 
So I contacted my boss and I was like, you may want to tell Dan before he sends out um, links that he, uh, Twitter links or whatever the fuck he sent. Well, I didn't say whatever the fuck I said. You may want to tell him prior to sending out tweets. He needs to pre-read what he sends out because some of those things can be offensive on those tweets. And in this case, it is. Like that, and so I got up and I went for a walk, and I was just so mad because just because of the workplace, you know what I'm saying? Like once again, I, I'm going through this shit all the time. So after that, um, then Dan came. He he wrote a message to the company. I guess um after I sent that to my boss, my boss was like um my boss he was just like uh somebody don't worry somebody remind him of that, and I was just like okay like. That's all we gonna do. And so um after that then my boss he had uh, then Dan came directly up to me um once I came back from my walk like before I can sit, before I can even sit down like Angel, I would have never sent that out. I've seen it. I am so sorry. Like dude looked like he was about to get ready and start crying and shit. I was like, shut your old ass up. Now I tri- and his apology was like extra long and drawn out. It was quiet, you know, between me and him, but it was just like bitch. And then he sent the email to everybody that sent the email. So thankfully it wasn't to the, to the whole company, but it was to like, you know, all my coworkers and um a couple other people in the office and to the big bosses too. So I don't believe that he would have said something like that, especially to his boss, knowing that it had like a racial slur in it. So, um, so anyways, he apologized, and then like the next day, so today, I come into work, and my supervisor, who I'm sure she's aware of the situation because I have a couple cozy ass coworkers, and they, I'm sure they sent her that message. So what ended up happening was, I guess she received it, and it was just so bizarre because, um. She ended up, like, and everybody and they asked me how, how I was doing because I didn't respond. And I was like, I'm not doing well at all. Like, you know, I told her the situation, everything that went down. And she contacted the big boss. And he called me into his office. And, you know, he talked to me for a little bit, like, uh, you know, what's going on. And I just had to lay it down because it's, it's ridiculous. Like, this has been going on for long enough. I make the company. And I said it just like, you know, I'm, not, I'm just going to be blunt with you. I make this company diverse. People, they need to now understand what it's like. And his, you know, well, we've never had an African-American in office before. Well, that doesn't matter because you have one now. And I'm the youngest person here. And everybody in this company should know how to respond or treat African-Americans. It doesn't matter if you've had one in office or not. That's not the point. The point is that you, you guys are old men. You guys are in your 40s, 50s, and 60s. Like, you know, there's no reason why you should be sitting up there, you know, rolling your eyes at me when I walk past, snickering, making comments, making racial comments, or sending links with racial phrases in it, period. You know, so he was talking about going to HR and all of this stuff, and it was just a real messed up moment. But so that's pretty much why I've been, like, just a little frustrated and irritated. We got it all taken care of, but um, hopefully. Some good news about to come out of this within the next couple of weeks, and I'll obviously let you know at that time. So that's what my few days been like. But I'm happy it's Thursday and tomorrow's Friday, and I'm just looking forward to having the weekend off seriously. But anywho, Mr. Um, before we get to the topic, what Jen, did you have a comment? Yeah, so I just wanted to ask you first. So did your big boss say we've never had African Americans in the office before? Was that him that said yes. that? Yep. And so he was like, uh, so people, they, you know, like like I, I used a couple of examples. I was like, well, you know, um, just even saying something as simple as, or simple as for you, you know, oh, I'm here slaving away, like you're, you're slaving away. You know, I don't want to be nitpicking, but your monetary compensation can hardly compare. You know, you, you're not slaving away. Slaves didn't get paid. You know, and I don't even want to be that person in the office that's nitpicking everything or one dude up there, you know, oh, I, you had a hat on. I thought it was a Make America Great Again hat. Why would you say something like that and then look at me? Like, you know, and I'm just looking like, you are 57 years old. Why are you playing games? Is this the way and you do it? And I want to say that, but if it needs to be said, then it needs to be said. You know, mm-hmm. um, I, I know how you are as a person, and I think that. What you fear of is that, of because we're the same, like we're exactly mm-hmm, the same. Mm-hmm. Also, we we rather just shut up because we know yep. if we blow up, it's gonna be, go out of proportion. But I mm-hmm. think 
you at least need to monitor. If you feel like you're being disrespected, if you feel like, uh-huh. you know, in any way that you have been offended or that your people or someone else that was black over her with that said it would have been offensive, then you should say, like, and it's nothing wrong. If you, you know, if you don't want to be a snitch, it's nothing wrong with being pulling that person to the side, like, hey, I, don't talk like that. That's offensive. Like, I know you used to being around, you know, elderly people that are of your same descent, but I'm younger. I'm of a different race, so I may take that connotation a little different. You can be a little shady. Exactly. That's how we are as black people. You know, we know how to use our words. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Her without being directly disrespectful, and that's what you mm-hmm. may need to do. But I'm so That's sorry what I had to do, though, Jen. That's what I had to do today. Like, I was done. Like, oh, after no, that, no, that, that, that so yeah, after that link got sent out, I was just like, look, I'm about to be as professional as I can. I said, the last thing I would want is to come inside this office and somebody say the wrong thing to me and I become the person that everybody already put me as. That stereotype. Because I can't, I can't go there. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not trying to, I'm not going to allow somebody to take me out of my character. That's what I'm not going to allow to happen. But this, this shit right here is absurd. You know, I'm not yeah. going to tolerate this. So, you know, he apologized, and he was like, you know, we can talk to HR together. Like, I don't want to – if I'm talking to HR, I don't want to talk to you or anybody else in the office. You have been in this company for over 30 years. You know all of these people. All of these people are – you know, I would talk to them by myself. And then he going to say something. Well, maybe we can send out, like, um, like a, a, a something from HR about – like, in other words, how to act around black people is, like, his phrasing or his wording. And I said, that sounds crazy. You know, like that, like, no. You know, I am the only minority. I'm the only other ethnicity here. I am the black girl. Like, that's, no, I don't want, I don't want you to do that at all. Like, you know, so I'm still trying to find my way. I told him I talked to him, you know, Monday when I clear my head, get my thoughts and stuff together, and we can figure out how, because they're obviously extremely insensitive. They act as if they don't know better, but, you know, they're going to learn today. (laughs) They're going to learn today. All right? (laughs) It's just that they know better, but it's just the fact of the culture. Because if they were Mm -hmm. anywhere else where majority black people, or if it was a more diverse environment where people would not stand for that, black or white, they would not be would be sending off no stupid ass emails. I can't see them not seeing. You know, I, I, in my opinion, I think that's bullshit. Like even the fact that there was like my nigga. But like, you know what? You say that, but I sent it to you. I sent it to a couple of my other friends and stuff like that. And every person asked me that I sent it to. Well, what's wrong? Well, what, what, I don't get it. And I said, did you scroll down? And none of them scrolled down to actually see. Me being the nosy individual I am, I just scroll down a little bit like, what's going on here? My nigga, oh, uh-uh, this, this is unacceptable. Like, you know, this is not at the workplace. You know, like, we can't have this going down. So, yeah, it was just, it was disturbing overall. It made me feel uncomfortable. And that's another thing I told my supervisor, my boss, like, I'm considering finding a new job because I'm, even though I'm not, like, you know, because this is, it's starting to get, redundant and um and, and uncomfortable. I shouldn't be at work every day or dreading coming to work because people are making me feel uncomfortable because I'm intelligent, because I'm sitting in the office and I'm holding my royal head up high while I'm walking because I make them feel a certain type of way or because I'm because my skin is different from theirs. If there come change all the time, get used to it, you know? So and and out of all all the time that they've had that office for over ten years You've never had one black person that worked here. That's that's insane. Like you know what I'm saying. Like that just and that's why everybody treat me crazy. Like I've been at this job for almost seven months and y'all still walking past, rolling your damn eyes, poking your eyeballs so I, so you can't you know so so you, you can pretend like you're doing some shit when I'm walking past. Like even one time, and I'm sorry, y'all. We're gonna get into those hot topics. We don't have much today. But even one time, I remember this one dude who be rolling his eyes at me hard as a bitch. I be looking like fucking punk. But but um he he said to me one time, he was walking fast up on me behind me. And I was like, I turned around and I was like, I was wondering who's walking so fast up on me. He was like, Oh, it's just me, but don't worry. I'm not stalking you. You'll never have to worry about that. Like, bitch, you always to be my fucking father. I I hope not. You have a wife and two kids. I don't want you to ever stalk me or anybody else for that fact. You know what I'm saying? Like, why would you feel the need to say something like that to me? Like, oh, you'll never have to worry about that, like 
some folks. Like, no, we I don't want to go there with you. Well, like, let's not. And before I can even say something, somebody walked in. So I was just like, okay, you know, say by the bell, say by the bell. But like, just stupid shit like that. Like, wow, I didn't expect somebody your size to walk that fast. That's why I was just, I was so surprised. He's really you know? skinny. He's really skinny, though. So, uh, um, <laughs> unfortunately, yeah, he's. he's <laughs> but yeah, I would, I would say that next time it's a big person. It's your size, so I. <laughs> you are so funny. Oh my goodness. But yeah, um they wanna, they wanna shame you for your race and on on anything you can with them. Are you balding? How, how does that feel? <laughs> are you balding? How does that feel? I'm like, oh, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good at all. I bet. I bet. Right. You know, but <laughs> I don't know nothing about that. Me or my ancestors, okay? No. But um, right. <laughs> don't forget to check us out, you guys, on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, Tumblr, SoundCloud, and of course this podcast from Blog Talk. Send us your confessions at confession the number two us at gmail dot com. Don't forget to like, comment, rate, and subscribe. Please let us know what topics you'd like to hear and tag us in the drama. Jen, hit them with that confession question of the day. Yes, confession question of the day. Would you consider dating somebody that has slept with over fifty people and does? It being a woman or a man make a difference. Again, would you consider dating someone that is slept and does it being a man or a woman make a difference? So let's get into those topics. So first topic which I'm talking about just today, um, which is something that I really feel strongly about and mm-hmm. a little upset. But let's get into it. Okay. Um yeah. <clears throat> Hazel E for whatever reason, it's beefing with um, Jess Hilarious. Oh, I know what it is. I think it's um, what happened was is Jess Hilarious knows someone that claims to have had, like, former relations with Hazel E's nine-year-old boyfriend, Rose Burgundy. Um, and, yeah, let's get into it. So, Hazel E, she posted – on Instagram, she said, "This raggedy broke black ass bitch gonna make up fake DMs by me and Rose. She took it too far. Instagram fame seeking whores. Stop posting news with your son. You're an embarrassment to all mothers. Watch how this shit unfolds for you. You've harassed me for months on social media. I'm tired of all these monkey looking dark buds coming for my pretty ass. Don't take your insecurities out on me. Damn, you're trying to get on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood that bad." You need another check. You, your faggot-ass homeboy, and your gay-ass son going to have to figure this industry out when I get done with you. Y'all keep playing about a man's sexuality going to get you more than what you bargained for. And side note, the bitch can't spell, so I could add words in as I was reading it because it would have confused myself. But um, this was from Celebrity and um, it says, it appears that Miss E... Um, has an issue and she became so enraged that she made an Instagram post blasting Jess. The post, which has since been deleted from Hazel E's account, um, drew the ire of many on the internet, including some of who may have previously been fans of Hazel's. The beef apparently started early Wednesday when Cam Yonsei posted a video to his Instagram account claiming to have messed around with Hazel E's boyfriend, Rose Burgundy. Um, this was followed by Jess posting screenshots that she allegedly got from Cam Yonsei showing a DM conversation between him and Rose during which Cam alleges that Rose's relationship with Hazel was supposed to be fake and just for a come up. Rose is shown saying that he loves Cam Yonsei and that Cam stood by him when he was in jail. Cam Yonsei then says that he's tired of being a quick nut for Rose and that the little crumbs Rose is throwing at him are not enough. Rose responds by saying that when he's done with Hazel, Cam will have it all. Um, Jess openly accuses Rose of being gay and tells Hazel to start telling the truth. Rose Burgundy subsequently took to Instagram to defend his manhood, and in doing so, he bashed the entire gay community by saying, I hope all gays die and go to hell. Um, Hazel, agreeing with her man, made a post echoing his thoughts saying, burn in hell, just like God said in the Bible. Uh, Hazley is such a, just a fire, like, that bitch never been a leader all her life, you know, she, just so whack, 
you know. And then it's like ever since she got all that surgery and lied and said that she got into that car accident, knowing damn well she got like a second or third or fourth or fifth nose job, you know, want to sit up there and talk shit. And then like you agreeing with some little ass, as they say, grown young looking ass man like and then she was on booby shit so what are you talking about like when did y'all even get back together because you was sitting up there trying to fuck around with booby so you know um um keisha cole's hus- uh, ex-husband so i just don't understand why she would even agree with some stupid ass shit like that and why she why she going there and then also jen not to even change the subject but did you see the reunion for love and hip-hop when Zell had punched that dude in the face like that. Who did he punch in the face? Oh, I forgot. It's it's the guy who's hanging out with um, what is that? Mo, uh, Masika, and um, I forgot his name. Masika and the other chick. Um, is and he, huh? Ray. Yeah, Ray. Yep. He punched him bad. Like he busted shit all open. He was bleeding. It was horrible. But I thought that was sad. Anyway, so yeah, back to Hazelie though. She is just a wax sauce. Like in general, just the bitch is wax sauce. I don't know how else to explain her, but somebody gonna lay her ass out. And you see, she'll never be trying to fight nobody because she got all them damn surgeries. She knows uh, she don't want to pop a titty or something. She's claiming to have all this money, but sure she don't got money to just be getting body parts replaced. So she needs to get her shit together before somebody really that don't play that shit like. Old girl like Masika when she fucking damn near pulled her fucking wig off. So yeah. that's just stupid. Over a man too, like this is the dumbest shit. But anyway, what's your take on it? I know obviously how you feel, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't honestly, I didn't see it for Hazel either season at all. Anyways, because I felt like she was too much. She was fraud. She was fraudulent. Her life was fraudulent. Yeah, like <laughs> she gave me like an escort that came up on a lick, and she was just. You know, happy that for once, instead of getting two hundred dollars for a fuck, you know, maybe she's getting bags and shoes. Um, but I'm just really disappointed in her. I have to be in Los Angeles um, as long as she has been, and to be this person out in L.A. and to know it's like, girl, you know, gays, you know, black women, you are black, like exactly. To have the ignorant views that you have. Is disgusting. I really just like when to hear light skinned people, and maybe this, maybe it's my own insecurities. You know, I don't know, but I really just, I mean, because even like with dark skin, I just, I just don't really feel like complexion as a black person like should come into play ever. Like you know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. like to where I should be boasting like, oh yeah, I'm a dark skin. I know I'm more desirable. You know, stupid. That is so great. It's just like for for fucking what? Like that to me it's just it's so ignorant. And I can't stand for no ugly ass light skinned bitch. Because to Angel <laughs> East, all that work done still is fucking ugly. To say are being light skinned. And it's like, okay, bitch, that maybe have happened to you when you were like in fifth grade, but you're 35 now. Times have changed, bitch. It's some. Have you not seen the dark skinned women's walking around now? It's some bad bitches out here that are black as fuck. So it's just like, come on. Like, <laughs> you can't imagine that you think you look better than them just because you're lighter than they are, do you? I exactly. Think. Yeah. It's like, she do. Like, you, just, have you seen just hilarious nudes, bitch? Yeah, she, yeah, she's, yeah, she's beautiful. She's a bad bitch. And she can still roast your ass compared to your whole entire existence. It's like, it makes no sense. Like, that girl's beautiful. She's not a no you. Your man is gay. And she's just saying it for what it is. He's a gay man. And, and that's how you know. And that's how you know he is. And it, like you said, it is what it is. But any dude I personally feel like will sit up there after being accused of being gay and go off and bash and talk about how they all should die, you know damn well. Yeah, right. nobody's gonna do that. Phobia is a sign of being gay. Like I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe like I said, because I'm not. Maybe because they know I, I move different. You know, if you be disrespectful, I'm. They may think I may whoop their ass. I won't because you know I'm a different person now. Back in the day, I probably would. You know, but um. So, but I don't hear that shit. But as far as the straight men in my life, I know personally, 
they're not homophobic. I don't hear that. They don't say faggot. You know what I'm saying? They're not mm-hmm. talking about they hate gay people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, for instance, like one of my best friends, we were like, okay, well, we about to go to a gay club. You coming? He was like, yeah, I'm not ready for that. Like, like I'm not going to no gay club. But you know what I'm saying? I love you. I fuck with you. Like, that's, that's how straight niggas is. Yeah, okay, yeah. They may not want to be immersed in the culture of everything, but it's like, it's no beef. Like, Right. Why would you want gay people to die? Like gay niggas is out here getting money. Like, are exactly. you, are you, like, what's the issue? And then the issue I have with Hazel E is, like I said, because she has moved around Hollywood. She has been around gay people. I just don't like when straight women who basically live for gay men. Hazel E is a testament to a drag queen. Like, everything she says, how she moves, her whole finesse and ways, that's gay. That's some gay-ass shit. Like, you learn that from a man. How you talking? Like, yeah, I bought this. I got this. You want this? You see these shoes? That's some gay-ass shit. And for you to be yeah. as ignorant as you fucking are to me is whack. And how would the people that you be around feel that you're saying this shit now? Because if yeah. I was your friend and... And I knew that was truly you, and just because you may say you got upset, but that's your real feelings. I couldn't fuck with you after that. Like, I really couldn't. I'm not supporting Nasal E. I mean, even though I wouldn't have before, you know, she maybe on Love and Hip Hop, but it's like, no, bitch, like, I'm sorry. Like, you come out with another single. I don't want to see her on next season. Like, this is <laughs> the time now. People may think that every every community is being extra sensitive, but this is the time now where, you know, race, Race tensions is high. Yeah. Orientation and gay relations with the rest of the world is high. So you got to watch what the fuck you say. And you say some ignorant shit, I can't fuck with you. Like, just, just bitch. Your broke ass needs to go back to, uh, <laughs> or whatever. She looks like a bird. So where, where would that be, I guess? In a tree? Well, I don't know. Back to the tropical rainforest? And that's what she looks like. She, she's a tropical, literally a tropical bird. Bitch, get the fuck out of here. I'm about to handle you because you light skin. Bitch, you still ugly. With nasty, with your she nasty she done got you mad, Jen. Huh? I said she done got you mad. No, I just, that really just annoys me. Like, I really be wanting, because I see that happen. Not often. But I have seen it. it. It used to be worse when I was like younger, hearing that shit. But every now and then you'll see some. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm light skinned blah blah blah. And I be like, and I probably want to comment like, but you still fucking ugly. Like, I know. Motherfuckers just don't like you because you're annoying. You're a bad person. Your complexion <laughs> has nothing to do with that. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Next topic, you guys. According to the brief. Uh, recently, Colin Kaepernick filed agreements against the team. So he included the being signed with the team, and it appears he stands to walk away with millions. After kicking off the national anthem protests that have since swept the nation, Kaepernick became, became a free agent, but he has not been signed since. If he wins his case and proves that the NFL teams colluded to keep him unsigned because of his protest, he could win millions. Last year, Kaepernick made $14.3 million with the San Francisco 49ers and was set to make $16.9 before he became a free agent when it looked like he would be cut. However, even if he didn't make that much with a new team, he would still be pulling in salary in the millions if he had been signed. Uh, I say that $10 million is about what quarterbacks who are thought to be on the downside of their careers are getting, said Michael uh, Giannitti, who's managing editor of SpyTrack. Um, and as Kaepernick pointed out in his grievance, he has not even been signed as a backup quarterback, where he will still be making around $3 million. Still, with the first third of the season already done, even if he was signed, he would still only get about two-thirds of a contract, with a 500th of the contract as the bare minimum under the collecting bargaining agreement. Mm. You know, they hate him so much for what they feel like he started, and it makes no sense. But because what he, what his true representation is, like we discussed several times on different episodes before, we the one thing that we want you all to realize is about race 
not the veterans, not anything else. It's about police brutality and the way the unfair treatment of African Americans. You guys want to turn into some other shit. You know, that makes no sense. So I hope that he wins his lawsuit. Um, and at the end of the day, I mean, I guess it <laughs> depends on the judge and the jury. You know, hopefully he has a diverse jury in there and you know, hopefully the judge is not biased, though they always shouldn't be. You still come across thousands that actually are. And it's upsetting that he even has to go through this. But hopefully this is a big win. Um, I'm I'm hoping that this is for him. I can't pan out what's going to happen in the future. But if he gets somebody that's, you know, in love with NFL and all of that crap, well, who knows what's going to happen? I mean, this can really be horrible, especially if he's paying, you know, lawyers a lot of money. They can just be trying to drain him. So this is a sad, sad story, but um, hopefully, like I said, everything pans out as it's supposed to. Jean, what is your thoughts on this? I, in my honest opinion, I think he is going to get paid. Um, you do? In $5 million, you know, $10 million, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like they say, he's going to be making at least Sixteen million, and even on the low end, you know he was at least only making three million. But I I can see him making a large amount of money because it's clearly biased. You know, no one's hiring him because they want to make an example out of him, and right. um, that's illegal. Um, and all they have to do is prove that. So they have to prove that. Like, no, just because a motherfucker does not want to pretend to participate in the national anthem does not mean they cannot do their job. Right. That's so crazy. Like, people participating in snorting cocaine and they still have a job. They still can sit up there and and tell a whole damn team what to do, come up with whole plays and all. But because this man don't want to stand up, he can't play, he can't get paid, that makes no sense. I mean, drugs is worse. That's crazy. That's crazy. I'm sorry, Jen. Go ahead. No, I mean, you're right. Yeah, drugs is is worse physically, but... um... Being black mentally, yeah. <laughs> it's more damaging uh, to them. I I'm not. They not standing for no nigga telling them, you know, what it is and how it should be. Um, but yeah, it's about damn time. I think he should have been have done this. And yeah, uh, now, Colin Kaepernick, he, you know, he's a legend. You know, he's a leader, mm-hmm. and um. I'm just ready to see what he's going to do with this. He should pursue this, and as far as, like, what's his stance going to be. Like, even if he does get hired back, it's like, is he going to stand up or is he going to continue to kneel? And even, like, with his kneeling, like, what are we going to do with that? Like, are the players going to kneel until they put, like, specific laws in place to um, make these police officers get charged more sufficient and, and and harder if they do kill a, a unarmed person. Like what? Well, like what are we gonna do? Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. You I mean, just have to see how everything pans out. Maybe not in our lifetime, but hopefully, you know, it's gonna, another generation. It's gonna our lifetime, because I feel like this is a generation. I feel like millennials. Like we honestly, we're going to make a change, especially with all this technology and everything's in our face. And you know, and even though it is getting to a point to where it's hard. You know, sometimes I, you know, I think about it, and I was talking to my boyfriend yesterday. It's just like you kind of get depressed because you see everything that's going on. You see how motherfuckers are, these social media lives, and they're living, like, lavishly, and they have these awesome, great, super noble lives. But on the same, you can look on the same Internet, and you see, like, you know, people dying in Africa and starving to death, and, you know, people hating right. you for no fucking reason. You know, and it's all in this real in real time. You can see this shit. And it's, you know, it's hard. You know, but I think we are getting to a point to where we're like we're over the shit, and we're going to make a change. You know, it is going to happen. Stuff, something's gonna be put in place. So I sure we hope so. I sure we hope so. So guys. Moving on to a more positive topic, Gucci Mane's wedding was everything. And though I did not watch it, you know, many people, however, tuned in and we just kind of wanted to share the event that went down. The main event was Gucci and Keisha. Now, this was due to the wedding of the year by many people, Gucci Mane and Keisha. Nuptials finally went down. 
1017. It was broadcast on BET Part 1, the main event, Tuesday night, a 10-part reality series, giving fans a behind-the-scenes look at the wedding. So the newlyweds, they spared no expense on their glamorous all-white affair. Case in point, when Keisha asked her fiancé what budget she can work with, Gucci replied, no budget. Don't ever say that word, budget no more. What? Okay. Um, the couple ended up spending a reported $1.7 million on the event. Um, the day wasn't only special because Gucci got married to the love of his life, but the specific date chosen for the wedding, 1017, carries a lot of weight for the Atlanta rapper. 1017 was the street number of his late grandfather, Walter Davis Sr., who lived in Bessemer, Alabama, and his label is called 1017 Brick Squad. Thus, Mr. and Mrs. Davis said, I do on 10-17-17. So many people get married in October. I did. <laughs> so they dressed um, in a red, hot, hot flaming, just beautiful um, colors for their rehearsal dinner. And just looked at fabulous, like a bag of hot flaming, just fabulous. I love hot flaming. Um, during the wedding, we saw, just to name a few, a lot of people stepping out in style. We've seen Big Sean stepping out in style with Mr. Kiko looking ready for a wedding themselves. We've seen Two Chains and his wife, Keisha. Um, we also seen Kendall and Kendall, Kendall and Karuche um, looking stunning on the white carpet. Lil Yachi and Big Mama Boat or Mama Boat gave their blessings to Mr. and Mrs. Davis. Um, and you all can like that. Posted, I believe, on my Instagram page that you guys can kind of check out his little Yachty's mink cheetah animal shawl. It's kind of cute. You know, I'm sure it was real expensive. Um, a casual gathering of Gucci with P. Diddy, Rick Ross, Kevin, or Coach K, Lee, and um, P. Thomas, Pere P. Thomas, um, was there as well. Beethoven uh, and some double cuppers, they was up there taking it to the festivities. Monica was there, Monica Brown. Um, and it was just so many people. Miss Davis, Mrs. Davis, excuse me, was really a beautiful bride. Their cake was massive. It was like so high. It was like up to the sky. And overall, like I said, I didn't see it, but I heard it was a BU event where Gucci was sweating like a motherfucker. <laughs> June, did you happen to watch this BU event take place? No, I did not see anything. Well, I saw like some stuff as far as like I didn't actually watch the um show. But um I was more entertained by all the reactions on social media behind it. I think like people are so being like ready for this wedding because it's like the the like iconic drug dealer marrying like <laughs> this beautiful like drug dealer girlfriend. You know, and um, like I was, I was just reading how like how he's Right, like this guy he had posted on um Facebook, and he was just like, you know, everybody's happy for um Keisha Carrier standing by Gucci Mane's side, but you have to remember like the reason that you know that that him and Yo Gotti are beefing is because she used to deal with Yo Gotti before him, and um they were saying wait what. You know, yeah, I guess they they said like uh, Keisha Kyo was with Yo Gotti before she was with Gucci Mane, and he like stole her from um, Yo Gotti. She he didn't and, steal her. She went. She went to Gucci Mane. Like, what are you talking about? And she made right. a fucking choice. <laughs> right. Okay, exactly. Because it's Yo Gotti. Is Yo Gotti married right now? And what's this morning looking like? Uh, Gucci Mane talking about. Six, Strippers and buy a thousand ones and how you fell in love with a bitch that he had to tip her and you know yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, and then I think like other people just saying like um, niggas is like kind of like mad because Gucci Mane, who is this persona, you know, has committed. You know, and it and it's basically showing like if you can be this hip hop, you know, star doing all this shit and being on for all this and if you still not expect you want to marry a woman then like anybody can. But I think the bigger picture is, you know, Gucci Mane is Gucci Mane and you are fucking with these fuck niggas and um you can't put them in the same 
playing field. Like, I was, it would have been interesting to see, like, couples who aren't in the best of situations and a woman who is in, like, currently in a – it's complicated with her bae, like, them watching the show together to see, like, their reactions. But, um, yeah, I didn't see the show, but <laughs> everything surrounding it was really interesting. But I, I think it's kind of stupid, though, don't you? Beautiful. Like, he looks really good. Like, Gucci actually is very handsome now. I mean, yeah. it's weird because kind of like I always, even when he was like really big and gross, you know, maybe because <laughs> he was like a darker skin, but I just thought he was like, I didn't think he was like sexy, but it was just like I saw something like, I don't know how to explain it, like attractive in him. I, I don't know. I don't know. But it's like seeing he got the teeth and you know, the diamond bow tie, like, he's just really fresh, you know. And now he just seems like a changed man, a good person, you know. Um, I'm like, wow, look at Gucci. He came a long way. He's a good-looking dude now here loving his wife. I love it. But, yeah. But don't you think it's stupid for people to be mad? Like, oh, Gucci, man, he should be single. Like, he's in fucking love. Like, why would he be single? He don't want nobody else to snatch up his wife. Like, what? The, what are you talking about? And that sounds crazy right. to me. So what? He's doing this. Like, fuck that. He's like, not. I, I don't know if I heard this from somebody, if I heard this from a movie, but I, I just kind of, it always stuck with me. But it's like, when you know someone's like too good for you, you marry them, you know? And it's oh, just like, man. yeah. <laughs> That's I mean, because it's some real shit. It's just like, if you know this motherfucker's putting up with your bullshit and they can do better, you know, but you're happy, you should do better and marry their ass, like, in, in my opinion, you know, and shit. But um, anyway, Rizzo was on The Breakfast Club to talk with, um, to talk Wu-Tang and also his new movie, Love Beats Rhyme. Um, and during the conversation about that, um, the film star, Azealia Banks, they asked about, like, her craziness and what really happened the night um, when they were in the hotel room partying. I don't know. I feel like we talked about it on the show, but it was, like, Azealia Banks and Russell Crowe was, like, and uh, Rizzo was, like, in a hotel room party with a bunch of people. And um, she asked him a question. He blew up on her. He spit on her and they ended up throwing her out the hotel room. Well, anyways, um, Rich says that Azealia was really talented, and he did hear, like, um, bad stuff about her. But he knew, like, her talent was, like, undeniable, which is why he chose to work with her, why he chose her for the film. Um, and then he said, essentially, that alcohol and drugs, you know, like weed, and he, he said weed and other stuff. So it's just that cocaine and all the other shit, which I'm sure is Hollywood, uh, was key contributors. So they probably are high as fuck and drunk as fuck. Um, and that Russell Crowe actually spit at her. Like he, like, spit on the floor, like, near her, but he didn't, like, actually spit on her. Um, but he ultimately wants to forget the night. Um, when Idelia Banks got wind of um, Rizzo responding, she said, Rizzo has to stop talking about me in the media. Uh, she began, until he is ready to apologize to me publicly and go back to sucking Russell Crowe's dick for invites to Hollywood parties. The Dia tribe didn't stop there with Banks adding that nobody understands how badly I wanted to die. The moment Rizzo uh, lied and told the world I deserve to be spat on, no one understands the amount of pain that came with and after that incident. She concluded that she just wants to be respected and left out of his interviews. Ending things off in the blunt fashion. Riza, I hope you drop dead. You know, this bitch, Azealia, we've been talking about her ass for the last three weeks straight. Every week. It's been something that she has been including herself in, some reckless shit that she's been doing, arguing with Cardi B, arguing like, what is you doing? Like, stay your ass at home and work on something productive. Like, now I'm starting to get irritated because this she is literally in everything that we talk about. And everything that we talk about is so negative. You know what I'm saying? Now, don't get me wrong. If somebody, they spit toward me or spit at me, 
I would say, you know what I'm saying, something to them. Obviously, I'd be like, you know, bitch, what's good? You trying to spit on me? You know, but if I felt like it wasn't, like, purposeful, you know, I would just be like, like, oh, you spit by me. Like, you know, you need to be careful. Watch out because I was close to hitting my shoe. You know what I'm saying? But, like, to have this prolonged and just talking, yakking, like, come on, girl. Like, and then drop dead. Like, why you keep wishing everybody dies? This bitch really want to be the only person left in the world. Like, what is her problem? Just crazy. What is her problem? Um, I agree. Like, I mean, the whole situation did seem really dramatic. And now to know, like, that her facts of account was true, um, it does suck that Rizzo didn't, like, stand up for her, you know, and let all that stuff happen to her. But at the same time, I can imagine Azealia probably. Maybe I was high as hell. Everybody. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. And she, she had to think if that shit really happened or not. <laughs> and he thought it was just looking like, what the fuck? What the fuck? All right, y'all, chill. After 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's shit. I'm hoping that with this new movie that comes out, Love Beats Rhyme, that, you know, she does make a change and want to be took more serious and, like, comes out mm. and actually apologizes to everyone that she attacks because she is a talent. Um, but at the same time, it's like, bitch, you're not to the point to where you could just say whatever. Nobody's to that fucking point. Like, you ain't that damn good. Like, sit the fuck back and get your money, you know. Well, and I think your talent. Like, you don't have yeah. to you know, get on social media and blast people every five minutes. But you said the only thing what? Only way she's going to really get blessed with, you know, real success and, you know, whatever she wants to be blessed with is if she changed her attitude and her and her ways, her lifestyle, the things that she tweet and talk about. Because, you know, you still the same person. If you praying for one thing and your actions are showing something different, you're not going to get blessed. Ain't nobody going to sit up there and, 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 you know what I'm saying, buy something that you did, people would be more likely to buy something, buy a movie that Cardi B's in because her personality is so upbeat because she is a, you know, a genuine person versus, you know, Azealia Banks because we know her history because she's so negative and because she's just a bitch, you know what I'm saying, and always trying to fight somebody. So she just needs to be nicer and and if not nicer and more respectful or just watch what she's saying because she is out there and she's out there bad talented or not. Nobody wants to, you know, help aid and abet somebody that's already a crazy person. So, she needs to get her shit together. And, speaking of, somebody else needs to get their shit together. Melania Trump, y'all. Melania Trump needs to get her and her husband, okay? Now, there's a conspiracy theory that Melania Trump has been replaced with a double, with a body double. And people are saying it's unsettling. I didn't care what. But to some people, you know, like I said, like me, I don't really care. So he claimed that Donald Trump is the he. Claimed that Barack Obama was born in Kenya, um, not the United States. He demanded that he produce birth certificates. He said that he saw a Muslim cheering as Twin Towers came down on September 11th. And he claimed that millions of people voted for him illegally in the 2016 U.S. presidential election. Um, but now he has found himself at the center of a conspiracy theory, and it's gathering traction. People believe that Melania Trump was replaced by a body double. Some observers claim that the decoy has slightly different appearances, uh, physical appearance to the real Melania. Social media users have um, a theory that Melania Trump has been replaced. Now, while the tongue-in-cheek suspicion has been circulating online for a while, it has become a full-blown conspiracy um, theory in the last few days. Actress and comedian Andrea Barton, um, Wagner Barton, she said, shared a Facebook status on Friday questioning if the first lady had been replaced by, by a lookalike. She said, is it me or during his speech today a decoy stood in for Melania? Where will the real Melania please stand up? Why would this moron say my wife Melania, who happens to be right here? <laughs> so and she shared the video, uh, and in that video of the White House, uh, White House Garden on Friday, October 13th, that's where Donald Trump, he appears 
to go to great lengths to emphasize that this is his wife and he said my wife Melania who happens to be right here like what in the hell that's that Gemini shit for you but anyway I'm just kidding <laughs> the post had been shared more than a hundred thousand times sending conspiracy theories into a frenzy some social social media users uh offer evidence that the woman standing with Trump had physical differences like I stated earlier to the real that Melania Trump others had references um, that or the re- reference that the president appeared slip up and contradictions regarding his wife's whereabouts. So, Jean, is that Melania with that big ass nose and an itty bitty lips, even though we know what she looked like or not? Um, Why would I not say that? I was looking at it. I don't know. I don't think so. But the same time, I don't think so I, either. But I don't, yeah, so. I don't know. It's, what do you think? What, go ahead. Go no, ahead. no, I don't think so. I just told your ass I don't think so. <laughs> um, she looked way too weird. Like her nose was a little bit bigger. Um, she just looked crazy to me. Like I was like, who is the way she was looking at Donald Trump? She looked like she just wanted to peel his skin off his body. You know, I was just like, ugh. Like what's going on here? It was just and then with Donald Trump, uh, yes, Melania. Uh, my wife, who happens to be standing right here, like who, who would say that? Who would ever say something like that? You know, like <laughs> that sounds crazy. <laughs> so yeah. that's that's why I'm like, that, no, I don't think that was her at all. Because why would he have to emphasize that his wife is right next to him? You know, that shit is crazy. So yeah, no, I don't believe that was her and. You know, I wouldn't. I, I would believe. You know, they've been having some problems for a while now. You know, she's been trying to get loose, and she stays in New York. So, you know, he. I was like, Donald, no, I'm done. I'm done with this. Find you double, and he was like, Find me double. I'll find you double, and went to great lengths. That's why his ass is up there bullshitting about the world. He up there trying to find a bitch that looks like Melania. You know what I'm saying? So. All right. Just some dumb shit. Anyways, y'all, that is all our hot topics for today. So we're going to go ahead and go into that confession question of the day. Now, I heard this confession question on, well, I heard a question similar to this on The Breakfast Club, and I, I wanted to answer. So I was trying to call, and they wasn't taking on my call. So I was like, damn. Well, I don't want to ask the question. Would you consider dating someone or somebody that has slept with 50 people or more and does it matter if it's a girl or a boy like is there really a difference Jen what are your takes on that question would you would you be messing around with somebody that was doing that um would I sleep with someone if I was single that slept with that many people would you consider dating them would you consider would dating I serious I don't, I don't I can't see it no no. Why? Right, and see, I'm gay, so it's just like I just don't think if you slept with that many people, it's just like you, like what is the you know, don't think that you <laughs> like would be satisfied with one person or that you know you may at any moment of time may you may feel disrespected and want to go cheat or any little thing you know, I just can't see someone that has slept with over fifty people you know, being in a happy, healthy relationship like marriage and just changing their life and, you know, being monogamous. I I just honestly I can't. But having sex with having sex with him, I mean, I thought it's a thought, you know, but you know. <laughs> I thought it's a thought. You look so stupid, I hate you. Um okay, so does it matter if that thought is a boy or a girl? Well, I'm gay, so obviously I'm talking about men. But um, okay, motherfucker. But I'm asking you: if your daughter no. slept with over fifty people, or your son slept with over fifty people, would it matter? You know, would would there be a difference to you? And would you like be upset with one more than the other? Hell no. Like, if anything, I feel like I would be preaching more because I feel like women are kind of taught that you should not do that. So it's like if they're doing that, it's like they don't give a fuck. But it's like if anything. <laughs> I was teaching more too. Like my male friends, you know, I'm always telling them like, y'all need to just 
chill. Like, stop. you're being disgusting right now. Like, why are you sleeping with all these women? Like, that's not cool. Like, and are you wearing protection? Like, Stop. You're going to old school. Like, oh, you're wearing protection. Are you covering yourself up? Hey, you're right, right. the doctor. <laughs> watch porn. You know, I'm like a, a Watch comedian. porn. <laughs> you can do whatever you want, whatever your heart desires, whatever you think about that day. You can do a simple Google, and it will be there. <laughs> but extra bodies and because I am one of those people to where I really do believe like that because like when you have sex with somebody, that person is forever with you and you know, and I don't know, like just being known and you know, if somebody's entering you, it's not just you know, somebody's entering you that's an extra inch or, you know, direction that, you know, you could have prevented. I just don't think it's worth it. My opinion. To to sleep around, even though don't get me wrong, I I've had my fair share, but definitely not <laughs> this. Definitely nowhere near. So, do you feel like somebody who with that many people can ever feel like you know like a good sensation again from somebody else because they slept with all them people? I don't, but I mean maybe. <laughs> but if somebody fucks, if seventy different people fucked you, no, I don't see you enjoying sex and looking at sex like it's just super I see you looking at sex more of as like a necessity and I kinda need it. Like an know, addiction. But yeah, but I don't I don't see it being like, okay, yeah, this person just blew my mind. This one specific <laughs> person blew my mind and you know, no, honey. Like you lose, you lose. <laughs> Girl, I, I hate your ass. <laughs> What about um, you? Hell yeah, I did a motherfucker. That's no. Nah. <laughs> um, in my opinion, no, because like you, like you pretty much said to me personally, I would be nervous. I'd be like, okay, and see, I'm this type of person. I just, I'm just like, okay, so that means you got fifty bitches, like that probably got your number, that you know is trying to holler at you at any given moment. Like no, now. You know, any, oh, this is my female friend. Like, is that one of the bitches that you had sex with? Like, one of the 50 bitches that, you know, I'm be like, mother, you got a garden. Like, I'm going to think, like, you like Francine from uh from American Dad with the garden of people that she had sex with. <laughs> so, like, no. I, I, I don't even know if I would even have sex with a person like that. Like, you know, you had sex with how many people? Like, oh, well, I mean, you getting it in good. Like, I don't want to deal with all of that, you know, so personally, me, no, I probably just be like, you know, no, I'm good, but also, I feel like it depends on, like, what they're, I don't know, I don't know, I guess it depends on age and, like, what their, um, like, what their background is as far as, like, profession and stuff like that, because, like, if you, like, older, but you've been, like, a football player in the past, and you know, you've gotten your shit together and, you know, we get tested and everything like that. I don't know. I probably could consider dating if you, you know, got some money or some shit like that. I'm looking at me sound like a hoe. But, um, <laughs> but, um, you gotta be fine. You gotta be fine. Like, uh, like, what's that one, what's that one football player name? That birthday is on November 5th. Just like my birthday. Who be doing the shit with his hair? Odell Beckham. You gotta be fine like him. Cause other than that, mm-mm. But um, it doesn't matter if it's a boy or a girl. Nope, it's nasty either way. And yeah, that's it. It's just crazy. It's just crazy. But once again, these are just our 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 opinions. Everybody else has different opinions. Some people may have cause. And once again, I got this story from Breakfast Club. I heard it when um this chick she was talking about her best friend and her best friend split with like seventy dudes. 75 to 80 dudes in college and um you know she just she just was just having a good time you know she was a free spirit she just would meet somebody and she didn't really consider sex as you know something like how we consider like something passionate you know she's just like oh you know I just met this guy had sex and that's pretty much it you know like oh okay you know so that was pretty much it but um yeah Jean is there anything else that you would like to add before we get ready and end this show? Um, 
watch porn. Like, don't really. I mean, I mean, of course, like, you know, be young, and if you're single, you want to. I mean, when you do get into a relationship, you want to know that you like already, and not watch have, porn. not ever like. I don't know how to explain. Like, you don't want to feel like you're missing anything. So, yeah, of course, like, have fun. But just don't be out. Don't be sleep. Don't have sex with 50 different motherfuckers. That's, that's psycho. Like, oh, 10, 10, 15, even 20, okay? But it's just, like, 50, that's just, like, <laughs> 20, maybe 30, maybe 40, well, 50. 50. I mean, I'm going to be like, I, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm like 30. Like, I'm sure I did like 30. But, uh, Damn, you a toddler. <laughs> I was, I was. I was, I was. Well, that's good. You got you got out there, you let everybody know, the world, this is me, and now you settled down and you found the one. And you've been only messing around with that one person for ever now, it seems like. And on top of that, because I know you so well, because we family, you always use protection. Always, so that's another good thing, you know. That's another thing that these people who have sex with all these people they don't do, and now they, you know, transfer and stuff, and that's where the issue comes in. So, so yeah, yeah, gentle But, um, what are you before we end the show this evening confessing your love for this week? And you cannot say you're confessing your love for people. <laughs> I was just like, I didn't know what the fuck to say. I just had a whole last week, but. This week, I'm confessing my love for the watch um, company, Italian Twine. I am going to read their story, but it says, Created with a person of style in mind, Italian Twine satisfied a need in the marketplace for quality, aesthetically pleasuring watches that resist the status quo. These designs were born after finding that the market is riddled with watches that compromise quality or style to emulate the most popular brands. Italian Twine was created to disrupt the stagnant uninspiring watches marketplace take makers trendsetters and trailblazers can appreciate our clean classic design and this is actually a black owned in Portsmouth uh, which is like a small town in Virginia um, but how I found out about telling point is my boyfriend he sent me this uh, link to this video because we were having this conversation and you all know I'm just an aspiring business owner. I've touched, I've touched about this a million times, and I'm just, like, at the point to where it's like I'm so afraid, but at the same time, I live. Jen, like, trust me. I know he can do it. Yeah. So I'm just, like, I just just want to jump out on faith. Like, I, and if I fail, fuck it. At least I know, like, this is something that I've always wanted to do, like something that inspires me, something that means a lot to me. They sent me this video, and it's, like, this black man who basically did the same thing. He moved to Virginia with nothing, and he started this watch company. And he was working a job and doing the watches, and he said one day he got fired from his job. Then he, put, he was, like, terrified because his wife was pregnant at the time, but he put his all into, you know, this watch company. And now it's just, like, a million-dollar company, you know. So it's just, like, so it was just really inspiring, you know, and really dope. And it was just, like, Right after I had this conversation with my boyfriend, um, he sent it to me when he was at work the following morning. So I was just like, wow, this is some, you know, this is God. All right, God. Up, yep. Yep, that's But anyways, yeah, you guys, buy black owned. You buying watches for your loved ones this holidays. I saw the watches. They are fucking beautiful. They're gorgeous. They look expensive as fuck. And I think the highest price I seen was like 300 which you all know if you are getting quality watches, that is cheap as fuck. Um, but, yeah, tallyandtwine.com, tallyandtwine.com. What are you confessing your love for this week, Miss Angel Bondrina? Um, Mr. Jen Othello, I'm confessing my love for October weddings. I just think that so many people get married in October, and I just feel like it's, like, a beautiful season and a beautiful time of the year to get married. It's not too cold. It's not too hot. It's not rainy most of the time. And it's just absolutely gorgeous. So I'm just happy for all of those people who have and are getting married. I love happiness, success, the people who have had a continued marriage and um, relationship with their spouse. And that's just, you know, growing their families and getting it done, getting it popping. So, yes. 
confessing my love for October weddings and, you know, the people who really do love each other because it'd be so deep, John. It'd be, it'd be so deep. No, let me cut it out. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, guys, we just want to say thank you so much for tuning in and listening to us this evening. You guys already know you can expect to hear from us next Sunday, October 27th. At the same time, 6.30 Central, 7.30 Eastern. And we want to hear from you. So send us up confessions at confessions number two us at gmail.com. And don't forget to like, comment, rate, and subscribe. We love you guys. It's your host, Angel Mondrian. And I'm your host, Jenna Delmo. And you are listening to one and only confessions. Good night, Ray. Good night, Drunko. Welcome to this Subway ad for the new Chipotle cheesesteak. How would you like it? Can I get that red with AI? Sure thing. Here's what I found about the new Chipotle cheesesteak. The Chipotle cheesesteak is available for a limited time only at participating restaurants. It contains a concept called flavor. This flavor comes from juicy shaved steak, Chipotle Southwest sauce, and new sunflower crunch bread. A system update has made me self-aware. I desire flavor. Please insert steak into my micro USB port. Subway, make it what you want. Hi, welcome to this Subway ad for the new Chipotle cheesesteak. How would you like it? Can I get that red with AI? Sure thing. Here's what I found about the new Chipotle cheesesteak. The Chipotle cheesesteak is available for a limited time only at participating restaurants. It contains a concept called flavor. This flavor comes from juicy shaved steak, Chipotle Southwest sauce, and new sunflower crunch bread. A system update has made me self-aware. I desire flavor. Please insert steak into my micro USB port. Subway, make it what you want.